The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to The Career Confidant, and thanks for joining us today. If you've been listening to the show, you've heard my voice many times. This is your host, Marie Zimanoff, and we are here to help you get the tools and resources that you need to take charge of your own career. So we've been here for over a year giving you some insights and tools and resources, and today is going to be another great day. We are just excited to welcome a guest, Thea Kelly, who is going to be sharing some information about interviewing and some strategies for calming yourself during the interview, which I know everyone gets nervous, no matter how much you love to talk to people, we all get nervous when we interview, so we're going to get some great strategies for that today. Thea is just a an oddity, maybe, I don't know, that's the wrong word, but a great value in the career services because not only is she experienced in providing career services and interview coaching through Lee Hecht Harrison and and some of these companies, she's also been working with individuals, but she is a hypnotherapist, so kind of a great combination and rare, and we're happy to have you here on the call, Thea. Thanks, it's good to be here. I want to correct yeah. one little thing. I, I was a hypnotherapist. I, I did that in, for a while in the past. And so I have recently found a way. I've been thinking about how to bring what I've learned from that about guided visualization and about the power of suggestion into my current practice as a career coach. Yeah, so we're going to talk more about that. But tell me a little bit about why you started using those strategies. What do you see, and I'm, I'm sure I see some of the same things, what do you see people struggle with when they're going in for an interview that made you take this approach? Well, um, just a lot of anxiety to the point where people are, um, we, get, we get so nervous in those situations that the brain doesn't even function very well and you find yourself wanting to say something and your mind suddenly goes blank uh, or your palms are sweating or you're shaking, um, just all of these symptoms of extreme anxiety that, that aren't really helpful. Yeah. And, and even aside from anxiety, there is so much that you want to be able to do in a job interview as far as you know, remembering to say the right things and remembering to, to just communicate your value. And sometimes it's hard to do all that right then in the heat of that moment. Yeah, and our anxiety can get in our way of 
being our real self and doing the things that we know how to do and, and maybe even doing some of the advanced things like recognizing the interviewer style and trying to adjust, that's a lot to, to take in. Yeah, exactly. So you've applied some of the things you learned when you were a hypnotherapist to help with guided imagery. So tell us a little bit about what is guided imagery. Okay, so um, this goes by various names. It's pretty much interchangeable with uh, creative visualization or internal imagery or mental rehearsal. And it's basically a process of vividly imagining yourself performing an action the way you want to perform it in real life. So that could be anything from a job interview to uh, a golf swing or a dance move or a speech and uh, performing it in the way that you want to with that high level of quality and that strong level of confidence. And these methods have been used a lot by professional athletes like Tiger Woods and Larry Bird and professional musicians and actors. And um, there's a lot of research showing that when you vividly imagine doing something, the areas of your brain that would, the pathways in your brain that would function during that action actually function even when you're just imagining it. So if you imagine um, giving a speech, you're going to pretty much, or if you imagine walking, for instance, even as something as simple as that, certain brain pathways in your brain are going to be reacting as though you really were walking. And so mental practice is just as good as physical practice in a lot of ways. And in some ways, it's even better because while you can practice for a job interview by doing mock interviews with a career coach or a friend or some other associate, and that's a great thing to do, what you can't actually practice is practice is uh, doing that practice interview with that actual hiring manager and in that actual company. And that's something you can do in your imagination. Also, another thing about um, doing a mock interview is that um, you're actually speaking and you're actually relating to another person, all of which is great, but you don't necessarily have a guiding voice in your ear telling you the whole time, reminding you about how to do it. Um, So that's where the guided aspect of visualization is especially helpful, that you can have these suggestions given to you while you're imagining it. Yeah, and so that guided part uh, comes from a coach, or I think you're going to share some other ways that people can do Mm -hmm. that guided piece. Yeah. Um, So the way you do visualization is you would just sit down in a comfortable place, free of distractions, and go ahead and visualize yourself doing a great job interview and all that goes into that. But there is a lot that goes into that. And, um, and also, if you just try and visualize without any guidance, you might find that your mind wanders. Uh, your mind might wander off into what you're going to have for dinner tonight, or it might wander off into worrying about the job interview instead of seeing yourself doing a great job at it. Or you might even fall asleep. So what you can do instead is create a recording for yourself uh, in which you, and you might want to create a script ahead of time or a little outline in which you guide yourself through the whole process of relaxing, because these things work better when you relax before you do the visualization. And you might use some kind of relaxation exercise for that, like some people find it helpful to imagine that you're uh, breathing in a very relaxing, beautiful color and breathing it all through your body and getting very relaxed. And um, then you can 
guide yourself through and give yourself these suggestions in this recording about greeting the people at the interview site with a confident smile on your face and about standing tall and breathing deeply throughout the interview, about um, feeling uh, warmth toward the interviewer and hearing the the tone of voice of the two of you as the discussion progresses and now that tone of voice is one of interest and liking each other, positive. And, um, and then imagining all the way to the end of uh, shaking hands at the end of the interview with big smiles on both faces and a strong feeling that there's going to be an offer coming. And you could even uh, give yourself suggestions to imagine the offer and how great you're going to feel. And... Um, some tips on how to make a recording like this and make it really effective and how to really guide yourself very well would be, for one thing, um, to speak slowly and give yourself some time to imagine the things that you're saying. Because if you were to just say, um, sit comfortably and relax. Now, imagine that you're going into the interview process and you shake hands with the person at the front desk and there's a good feeling between you. Now you walk into the office. Well, that really isn't enough time for you to actually feel what's happening there, see what's happening there, hear the sounds you would be hearing, and really vividly make it real. So when you make your recording, do pause now and then. Yeah, um, and probably the more detail that you can imagine, the better. Yes, but you don't want to specify that detail about things that you don't know yet, of course. Like, you you wouldn't want to say what the office looks like if you've never been there. But you can specify things like, um, you're, as you sit in the office, you're looking around and um, you get a good feeling being there. And you think to yourself, this is a building in which I'm going to have good experiences in the future. Um, so you can bring detail into it that way. Um, another important thing is to smile while you're making the recording. And that has to do with um, tone of voice because as job seekers are frequently being told by various sources, um, when you're doing an interview by phone, it's a really good idea to smile because the, the person listening can tell that you're smiling from your tone of voice. And when you're giving yourself suggestions, it's very important that your tone of voice and the words you're saying agree with each other. So here's an example of tone of voice and words not agreeing with each other. If I were to say, you're feeling very relaxed and um, um, you're feeling very confident. So there my tone of voice is saying nervous, despite mm. what my words are saying. So when you're talking about relaxation, you want to say it in a relaxed tone of voice. And when you're talking about confidence, you want to say it in a confident tone of voice. That way... As you're listening to this recording and benefiting from it, it all goes in so much more deeply because you, you sense that it, there's truth there, that it sounds like what it is. Good. So you want to, yeah. If I, and if I add another thing, it's really important to talk about what you do want and not what you don't want. So you don't want to say you're in the interview and you're imagining that you're not nervous, you're not anxious, because... On a certain unconscious level, the mind just hears nervous, anxious. It doesn't hear all that stuff about not being that way. So instead, what you want to talk about is what you do want. Uh, you're feeling relaxed. You're feeling calm. You're feeling confident. Things like that. 
Yeah, and I hear you talking a lot about visualizing how you'll feel, mm-hmm. which is which is good, right? To visualize. Absolutely, and and even the term visualize is kind of a misnomer. So I'm glad you asked me that. Because we call it visualization, but it doesn't have to be primarily visual in nature. And some of us process more on the level of feeling things or on the level of what we're hearing. So you could do a whole, quote-unquote, visualization that was all more about what you'd be hearing and the tones of voice that you'd be hearing and what you'd be saying to yourself inside your mind and how you'd feel in your body. So it's good to bring all of those different senses into it, and if one of those senses really works better for you, then go with it, whether it's visual or not. Yeah, well, and that is easier to visualize because, like you said, you might you can't really visualize the office or visualize some of those things, but you can anticipate what people will say or, or some of those things, and you definitely can visualize or anticipate how you want to feel during the interview. True. And you know what? Even if you visualize the office or what the interviewer looked like, even if it wasn't like what it ended up uh, actually looking like, um, as long as you visualize it in a positive way, it would still help to create that inner practice experience that would set you on course toward having a positive experience when you get there. Because that's what this is all about. It's practice makes perfect. And if you're practicing um, seeing, feeling, and hearing positive things at your interview, then you're going to tend to go into that interview all primed and ready to see, hear, and feel positive things, which will make you feel confident and it will put you in a very positive frame of mind. You're also practicing maybe specific things that you've identified, like you might have planned what you're going to say when they ask you, tell me about yourself. You may have some talking points you want to be sure and hit. And so your mental practice can revolve around remembering those talking points. So you might put on your recording, you might say, and now you imagine that they've asked you to tell them about you, and you're remembering to state that you went to such and such university or that you have won such and such awards. So it's a way of memorizing, not memorizing, but... Yeah, memorizing uh, your key talking points. I, I, I shy away from the word memorize as a career coach because I don't want people memorizing speeches that they're going to say verbatim in an interview. But you do have to remember what your key talking points are. Yeah, good, good. Well, we're going to take a short break, but I'm sure that if you're listening, you're going to tune right back in because we're going to continue talking to Thea about this guided visualization and how it can help you in your interviews. So we'll be right back in just a few minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. 
calling all CFOs, finance, and risk professionals. Your call to action is to help your company achieve financial excellence. How? Master risk management, cost control, and strategic decision-making by implementing game-changing technology advances such as in-memory computing, plus mobile and cloud deployments, and more. Where? Learn from top thought leaders each week on Financial Excellence with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Join us for Financial Excellence with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Business Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant, and today we are talking with Thea Kelly, career professional and former certified clinical hypnotherapist, and she's been talking about guided imagery and how you can use guided imagery to help you practice for your interview and really get that confidence, picture yourself doing it well. And so we've been talking about how to create your own recording that walks you through such visualization, and we've given she's provided some tips around how to do that the pace that you want to go, the level of detail, and walking yourself through, remembering your talking points for specific answers. Thea, what else are your tips for making that recording if if a job seeker is going to do that for themselves? Okay, uh, another really good one is, um, I know that a really important part of all this is that you want to be able to access or get into a confident and calm state of mind quickly anytime you want to and so I have a a trick for that that I learned from the the practice of NLP or neural linguistic programming which sounds very technical Uh, it's basically a school of thought um, and then some techniques involving um, using language and the way that people represent things to themselves and think about things in their mind to help achieve certain ends at any rate um, so this technique is called anchoring, and basically what you do is uh, it's called anchoring because it's like you're anchoring or locking down um, or, or encapsulating a, a state of mind so that you can access it quickly. So let's say that you want to anchor a feeling of confidence and calm and be able to access that anytime. Here's what you do is you would start by... Um, And you can actually follow along on this right now, especially if you're not driving a car right now. If you're driving a car, by all means, keep your attention on the road. Um, (laughs) But what you would do is you would imagine a time when you felt really confident and calm and self-assured. And this might especially be a time uh, connected to your professional life since we're talking about job interviewing. But it could even be a personal situation, just some time when you really felt like you were on top of things and really felt good about 
uh, your ability to do what you needed to do. And when you have some time like that in your mind, and you're really feeling that feeling that you had, and maybe in your imagination seeing what you saw at that time in that situation, and uh, hearing any sounds you were hearing in that situation, people's voices, or something you were saying to yourself. And when you're really experiencing that vividly, take this, the thumb of your right hand and the tip of the forefinger of your right hand and just bring them together for a moment like an A-OK sign and then let go. And that's an example of an anchor so that in future, when you want to remember that calm and confident feeling, it'll help if you touch your finger to your thumb again like that to bring that feeling back. But basically, you've associated a gesture with a feeling. Um, another way you can do that is when you have that calm, confident feeling, you're back in that time when you felt that way, to allow yourself to imagine uh, a word or a phrase that really sums that up for you. Um, like one time when I feel very confident is when I get an um, when I get an email from a client saying I got the job that makes me feel really happy and really good about myself. And so if I imagine seeing that, uh, the words I got the job would help bring that feeling back. That could be my anchor. Or maybe if you felt very confident at a time when. Um, somebody said to you, well done, then the, imagining that same person saying the words well done could be your anchor that brings that good feeling back. Or it could be anything. It could be a gesture. It could be a, a visual symbol or image. For instance, if you were some sort of designer or builder, uh, the image of something that you built or designed might be the anchor that reminds you of confidence. So you just you come up with that symbol, whatever it is, whether it's that finger and thumb gesture or whether it's something else, and you really imbue that with that feeling of confidence and calm. And then when you are in an interview, you can use that. And when you're making your confidence recording, you can say at some point, now bring that anchor to mind and feel that confidence and calm and know that you can bring that with you into the interview right now. And as you walk into the building for the interview, you are thinking of that confidence anchor and bringing that feeling right along with you. Um, so that's a technique you can use. Was that clear, Maria? Any questions about that? Yeah, so that anchor is really something that they could use at any point. They could use it in their visualization, but then they could also use it in the actual interview. If, let's say, yes, they yes. were asked a question and they need to think about the answer, they might also use that physical touch of their fingers to kind of anchor their confidence as they're thinking about their answer. Yes, yes. And that's why it's so great that the, that the uh, gesture or the image is something that you can bring to mind instantly. It's something very simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another thing about these recordings and, and about visualization in general is uh, you can work on whatever part of the interview is most important to you. Uh, for instance, um, if you want to, you can just spend a lot of time on that first moment of shaking hands and meeting the uh, the interviewer's eyes and 
and just um, you can just visualize at great lengths the good feeling of rapport and clarity and being ready to talk to that person. Um, or you can expand it out to visualizing waking up that morning and how your whole day up until the interview is going to be calm and a nice feeling of anticipation and being organized and remembering all the things you need to do and so on. So you can focus on whatever part of that process is important to you. Yeah. Another thing that's use- useful is to know that you don't have to get it all right in that the first time you do the recording. Um, I made a recording to get ready for this, this interview today because I thought, well, I should practice what I preach. So I made myself a little iPhone recording, and I listened to it Friday, and I listened to it again today. And I know that if I had, I already heard some things that could have been better. So uh, if I had taken a little more time, I could have then made a new recording, you know, and just tweak it a little and get something that really works for me. And then if I were going to job interviews, that's something I could listen to at home before the interview, or it's also something I could listen to when I get to that interview site well ahead of time, as you always do, um, and I could park a little ways down the street or sit in a cafe and have headphones and just listen to this, and anyone looking at me would maybe just think I was listening to music on my, on my earphones. Um, I had one client I worked with where I made her a recording like this, and she would park a couple blocks away from the interview site, and she'd sit in her car and listen to it for a while before the interview, and it really helped her get calm. Um, another thing she was working on was to be more conversational because uh, I think a lot of us, you get, we get into a job interview and we get kind of stiff and we start to sound very, very formal, and that doesn't really help with the rapport, and, and that was an issue she had. So she found that by listening to this recording on which one of the things I talked about was, and you hear the sound of a pleasant conversational tone in your voice and the conversation with the interviewer is, uh, feels very natural and you hear the sound of the two voices talking in a natural and relaxed, lively way. And she found that that, in fact, was one of the most conversational interviews she'd ever been in as far as the way she was talking and the response she was getting. Yeah, so they, there's lots of different things that they could visualize, maybe depending on what they've identified or some of their hang-ups or issues or, you know, that yeah. might even be some of the answer talking points that they put in the visualization are the things that usually make them stumble, whether it's tell me about yourself or, or some other question. Those might be the specific ones they put into the visualization, not necessarily everything that they're practicing, Right. Right, right. You don't want to make it too complex. It's especially useful for things that are a matter of, of habit and that are a little unconscious. Um, things like a person's posture. Uh, some people it just don't naturally sit up very straight. And so remembering to do so in the interview can be hard. And so that's an unconscious thing that works very well by practicing ahead of time. Or things like the way a person talks, like if someone is in the habit of saying um a lot or uh, it can be nearly impossible to stop yourself from doing that in the moment. But if you practice this and if you visualize yourself speaking just the words you need to speak with no ums in the middle, then having, having heard yourself do that in your imagination, you're much more able to do it in reality. Some of, I'm trying to think of some of the other things that are 
very unconscious mannerisms and things that people do in interviews. Um, fidgeting might be one of them, so visualizing yourself having your hands resting comfortably and your feet just solidly planted on the floor. Um, and then the, the emotional side of it, like um, a lot of times in interviews we get so wrapped up in our own performance that we kind of forget that the person across the desk is really a whole human being and that we could be enjoying their company. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so visualizing something like that, something like being open-hearted even, even kind of coming from the heart in that interview and feeling a sense of connection to the interviewer, which is really going to help. So, Thea, you've just given us some great information, and hopefully people can go back and create their own guided visualization. How can people get in touch with you or connect with you if they want to learn more about what you do or about this process? Okay, great. Um, The best way to get in touch with me is via my website, which is theakelly.com. So that's spelled T-H-E-A. K-E-L-L-E-Y dot com. And uh, you'll see the free consultation button there and the contact page. So you can really easily get in touch with me. And I can train you on how to use this technique yourself. I also uh, do interview coaching as a part of that process. I create recordings. So just uh, during the session, after learning more about somebody's goals and and what the, what they're working on and how they need to improve their interviewing, I can then make a recording for them right on the spot and email it to them as a file that they can listen to on a computer or a phone or any device they might have. Um, yeah. And I have programs ranging from a single hour up to uh, discount packages of five hours or more. And I work nationwide via phone and Skype. Great. Well, thank you so much again for your information and sharing that with all of my listeners. And um, I'm sure that people will be getting in touch with you to help do the image guided imagery so that they can feel more confident and comfortable walking into interviews. Listeners, if you are looking for some more information on interviewing and being confident in those interviews. We're going to give you some more tips when we come back in just a few minutes, but we'll say goodbye to Thea and uh, we'll be right back in just a few minutes. Thank you. Thanks so much, Marie. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Conversations concerning money can be a bit daunting. There can be limitations with building wealth. And in general, people don't want to discuss their money until now. Listen each week for Conversations with Money featuring Franco Caligiuri and Marissa Sipolinski. 
Our guests make money the conversation piece. How to build and maintain wealth, working with charities, and money and family members. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to The Career Confidant. We have been talking with Thea Kelly, and she has been sharing some great insights into changing the way you prepare for an interview. So most of the time when we talk about preparing for interviews, we talk about, you know, write out those answers to the questions, practice them, not necessarily memorizing, right, but understanding how we're going to make the story flow and how all of that's going to fit together. And then you know, you, you've you got all your research, you've got all your questions ready, but you walk into the interview and there's another layer, right? There's another level of preparation that is more mental. And I like that Theo was talking about this guided imagery, guided visualization, mental rehearsal in the context kind of of how professional athletes do this. Right, because it's a lot about mental preparation. And if you're a sports buff like I am, you know that a lot of times performance has very little to do with the skills, right? Of course, professional level athletes have the skills, but it's a lot more about the mental. Can you pull yourself back together when something goes wrong? Can you? Think on your feet when something happens that you weren't ready for. And all of that really is mental. And of course, we know that all of those things happen in a job interview where something isn't the way we thought it was going to be or a question is asked that we weren't ready for or we start telling a story and we realize that it's it doesn't fit the question. Whatever it might be that goes wrong in that situation we ne- not necessarily practicing for that if we're just practicing answers to questions. So it has to be both. We have to know a little bit of what we're going to say and prepare for the stereotypical types of questions. And we have to be ready to perform. Of course, not perform with the way a actor might perform, but perform in that confidence and being able to react in the moment, all of those mental aspects of the interview. So this guided imagery or mental practice gives us the opportunity to do that. And so Thea talked about creating that visualization for yourself and going through and and really imagining 
what it will look like. Now, what I liked about the way she talked about the visualization is that it was a lot of things that you have control over. You don't have much control over the environment, so picturing that may or may not be beneficial, and it may be overwhelming. But you can picture how you want to feel. You can picture how you want to react. You can visualize yourself in a little bit different way giving those answers that you've prepared, right? You're not going to necessarily visualize and go through the whole answer, but you're going to visualize and think, and you've hit these key points. And and now the interviewer is responding in a positive way. They're asking questions that expand on those points. Those visualizations that allow you to really focus in on what you want to do, how you want to feel, and as Thea said, kind of the thinking, feeling, seeing, hearing, your senses, those things you can all you can visualize. This process really gives you the opportunity to be in control ahead of time of how you react. And as Thea said, it's that ability to program your brain to feel a certain way in the situation before you even get there, realizing that our brains do think like we're already there. And so we've already got this opportunity to practice like it's real. And that makes it different, right? Because when you're doing a mock interview, I don't do them very often because it's not real. It's very hard to pretend that it's real. And so, you know, yeah, we can talk through the questions, but I'd rather do it in a way where we're really talking about strategy rather than having you practice when it's just not real. But this visualization gives you the opportunity to make this situation real, to visualize it as if it's real, and perform in that visualization. So I was talking to a a client the other day who was working on an addiction program and talking about this same thing. So that if you're visualizing yourself exercising or not smoking or not drinking, whatever it is that you're addicted to, right? You can visualize your life in a positive way without those things and you're more likely to stick with whatever you're trying to kick, right? Because you're telling your brain that it's okay that you're not doing this before you have to make the choice. In this interviewing, you're doing the same thing. You're telling your brain that you're confident, that you're calm, that you're saying the right things, that people are responding positively to you. And so when you get into that situation, your brain's already programmed to think those things. Now, a lot of you might say, well, but what if you get in that situation and people aren't responding positively to you? You'll notice. And you might be less likely to imagine that they're not responding well to you, which I would propose is the case most of the time that we imagine they're not responding well to us when the 
truth may not be that, right? The truth may be that they're responding well or that they, we can't tell. And so we make up that they're not responding well. And this process allows you to program your brain to think differently before you even get there, which is just so powerful to have us already thinking about positive things before we go into these situations. And, it, you know, talking about this kind of makes me laugh because when we talk about think positive, I, I always laugh because to me it was such a Pollyanna thing, right? That, oh, you, if you think it, you can be it. And if you're, you know, if you think positively, you'll have a positive experience. And, and just wasn't sure that I believed that until I started to understand some of the brain-based scientific things behind it, right? Like she was talking about with neuro-linguistic programming, which is really just training your brain to think the way that you want it to think versus the automatic thoughts that it might have, which may come from things that aren't true. Right, may come from the way our family told us we were or past experiences, which, again, may or may not be true. Our perception of them is what we believe. And so this allows us to train our brain to think what we want to think. And again, knowing that those thoughts impact our, our emotions, which ultimately drive our behavior. And a lot of times we think our behavior is driven by something else but cognitive behavioral therapy would tell you that that's exactly the way it works that those thoughts then drive your emotions and if you're thinking that you're not doing well then those emotions in terms of nerves and feeling bad about yourself and all of those emotions come in and that makes you act a certain way not necessarily that you're acting that way just because or you're acting that way because the interviewer is doing something or because that's just how you are. I hear that from a lot of people. Well, you know, I'm, I'm just one of those people who gets really nervous in interviews. Well, guess what? We all get nervous in those types of situations. Here's a tool that can help you maybe not control your anxiety, but practice not being anxious practice thinking differently practice behaving differently because we're changing how we're thinking and the visualization allows you to do it actually right in that moment to talk about what you want to focus in on how you're how you'll be feeling to give confidence in yourself that you're going to hit those talking points to walk yourself through the interview and that's the that is the strength here of what Theo was talking about is that you're walking yourself through the interview step by step focusing in on the things that tend to get you in trouble right so if tell me about yourself is one of those if it's the small talk before the interview, what are your weaknesses, right? You really want to focus that visualization on the key things that make you nervous 
and then how you'll feel as you succeed in doing them. How will you feel when you succeed? And you can picture other people's reactions. Again, I'd be a little bit careful there because you don't have control over that. But you can picture how you'll feel, how you'll see yourself interacting, what it is you'll be thinking, what you'll hear, what you'll hear come out of your own mouth, and give yourself that ability to really experience the interview before you go. And of course, the more research you can do, the better your visualization can be, and that'll make it even that more powerful. So again, this is another element to add to your interview preparation, going beyond just writing or practicing individual answers to questions and and really visualizing yourself performing, seeing, thinking, feeling, hearing how you're going to do what you want to do in that interview, performing the way you want to perform. And that's what I hear people talk about when they leave, right? That you will feel good about that interview. And regardless of if you get the position or not, feeling good about that interview has immense value. And this is a great way to help yourself feel good about that interview before you go in and after you come out. So we're going to come back in just a few minutes, kind of wrap up our interview preparation ideas here and our visualization and give you some great tips to think about as you go forward in preparing for your interview. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. What does a visual workplace mean to you? How does it contribute to operational excellence? And what steps do you take to put it powerfully in place? Listen to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense to find out. Each week, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, shares tools and strategies to help you make the workplace speak at a glance without saying a word. Learn to work safer, faster, better, and at far less cost no matter what business you're in. Tune in to The Visual Workplace every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. 
If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we've been talking about interview preparation and doing adding a new layer, if you will, a new level to how you prepare for the interview. And just a, a thought here, we've been talking about this in terms of interview preparation, but this is also something that you can use for any kind of difficult conversation. So if you have to have a difficult conversation with a an employee, with a boss, if you're going into your review and you want to negotiate your salary, negotiate a raise, any of those conversations are great times to use this model. Giving yourself the opportunity to practice Practice not just the words that you're going to say, which of course are important, but to practice the the way that you're going to feel, the way that you're going to talk, so that you have that confidence. Because practicing the words you're going to say it is a big part of it, right? I work with people a lot on going through those stories. And it's not for memorization, as Thea said. There, we don't want the, these memorized, but it is so that when you tell your story, it's not the first time you've told something like it, right? Some kind of story like it, and so that you know what you're, where you're headed before you get there, because the story usually works out better if we know where we're going before we get there. And so you don't get yourself in any holes, right? Working with individuals, I, I talked to a lot of people and was working with a gentleman once who had gone into an interview and they asked him about a time that he had an argument with a boss or didn't get along with a boss or whatever they framed that question as. And he started to tell the story and realized as he started to tell the story that it ended with him getting let go, getting fired probably not the best story, right? And that's what we're hoping to avoid with the practice is knowing what specific things you're going to talk about. The imagery goes again that step deeper into how will we feel when we deliver it? How will it sound? All of those pieces that get into the other senses besides just what we say and and hear, right? And that's really the, the benefit of what Thea was talking about, is our ability to engage the rest of our brain in the preparation. Now, a lot of times this does require, you know, some some quiet, listening through the visualization. And You know, I know because I'm one of you out there who are thinking, oh my gosh, this just sounds like such a waste of my time, right? But it's not. If it was, pro athletes and all those people wouldn't be doing these types of things, right? There's great benefit 
into how we perform through these types of, of models, through this type of practice. Great benefit. And it's really our opportunity to apply very simple techniques to do that, to do that practice. Now, one of the things that I liked, Theo was talking about working yourself through some kind of relaxation exercise before you start. And you know, that can be part of your visualization and thinking about how you'll react and walking yourself through relaxing. That's very important, right? That, again, teaches our body how to calm in the situation. And most people that you see that you think, oh, they're such a great speaker or, oh, they're always so calm when they do X, Y, or Z, they are not, right? We know that. They have trained themselves to look calm. They've trained their bodies, whether it's through repetition, right? Great speakers usually look calm because they've done it so many times. And they look calm, but they're not, right? And that's what this guided imagery is doing for you because we don't want you to have to go through dozens of interviews to start to feel calm, right? That. That would be not what we're looking for here. What we want for you is the opportunity to succeed quickly. And visualization gives you the opportunity to kind of trick your mind into thinking that you've gone through the process more than once or twice or three times and that you've succeeded and feel that success so that you can move it forward to the next opportunity. That's what the visualization is really giving you is that opportunity to feel success and move it forward without having to go to 10, 12 interviews to get that feeling, right? That's the power. That's the power of this. So if you're thinking about, okay, I've got an interview in a few weeks or I've got a conversation with my boss, the process would be to your research, right? Do your research first, whether it's a job interview or a conversation with your boss, knowing what you're walking into is the first thing, whether it's the company or the the information that you need to have gathered to be able to go into a salary conversation, do your research, then you're putting together your talking points, right? It's kind of like a speech or anything else. Know your audience, then you've got your talking points, practicing those, and then it's this visualization step. I would think that this is the final step before you're going into the event. Of course, that doesn't mean you want to do it at the last minute, but it's that opportunity to pull it all together and to really visualize yourself succeeding based on 
the preparation that you've done. So when you walk into that interview, it's not the first time that you're that you're experiencing this because you've already experienced it in the visualization. That's the power. So I hope that if you've been having trouble with anxiety in an interview or in any type of conversation, that it's helpful for you to go record a visualization for yourself. Walk yourself through that situation. Imagine yourself. Visualize yourself hearing, saying, feeling the way you want to so that when you get into that situation, you can be more calm, more confident, and and more successful. Here on The Career Confidant, we'll be right back with you next week sharing more great insights into career management, proactive career management. And as usual, you can always connect with me at Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com. Happy to help you manage your career in any way that I can. We'll see you right back here next week on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.